I was just thinking to myself, my first job was not in a call center, but I worked for a uh, insurance guy and okay. he wanted me to call for expiration dates. Sure. And I still remember the the uh, um, script that I had. That hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm calling on behalf of Don Kramer, your local farmers insurance agent. And we would like to know when your uh, uh, when your um, policy is going to expire next time, so that we can give you a competitive quote. Can you give me a date when that's going to happen? And uh, and it was you know it, it was fun. I didn't get hung up on a lot uh, because you know if you're I think if you're engaging. And and you've got a smile in your voice, people are willing to listen to you. Have you has that been your experience? Is that what you teach? No, absolutely. But off the bat, if I could just do a quick QA on what you just gave me there as your example. First and foremost, you're using a lot of trigger words there to keep their attention. I like how you're playing on the pronouns. You're definitely changing the certain speed a little bit to capture their attention. I like how you gave yourself the name drop. It was very clear. And so besides even the potential client responding to you yet, obviously I can tell by your tone that the call is non-threatening and it seemed to be in very good faith. So uh, that sort of training that you went through, I think is fantastic. I think you have a structured phone call. Now talking about smiling on the phone, sure, certain people could do things like that. And I also believe in illustrators where your body, there's a congruence where your audio is matching the visual, where your body could be expressive when you're speaking. I really, really encourage uh, tie down and rebuttal questions where you could see if something makes sense or sounds good right. A lot of the times on the phone, you'll hear a dog in the background because people are working from home, Kevin. So inadvertently and passive aggressively, I'd like to use the me too technique. I'll let you know how much I love dogs. I'll follow it up with a question by asking you the dog's name. And then you'll put the dog outside, you'll come back and I'll anchor you in regards to talking about your dog. Usually you'll ask my name again. I'll give a buffer boomerang technique by saying, hey, Kevin, that's an excellent question. My name is Richard Blank. So at least I'll repeat it to show active listening and send it back to you in a positive. And so these are sort of structures that once you see it, you don't unsee it. Three weeks, it becomes habit. You're not being slick and clever. You're just being structured. And there is this way to manipulate a conversation in order to match somebody's rate and pitch to see if they have a spike or a dip as a tell sign to ask them a question. And I also believe in studying people's answering speeds because that is something that's subconscious. You could always manipulate your tone rate and pitch. And my suggestion in which you have in abundance, your, pitch should, or your tone should always be consistent and it should be confident and empathetic. You usually mirror image somebody's rate and their pitch to see if they have a question and I also believe in stacking open-ended questions. Like I could describe all the three or four things my company does or the insurance company that you represented does, but I'd like to not do desert pitching, Kevin, because a lot of people just do four or five minute runs. When you do desert pitching, there's no oasis. You gotta let the people drink and rest for a minute. So anytime you give a list of something, you should almost serve it like a dessert tray where you show it, wait for a positive reinforcement. And then at the end, you could say, hey, Kevin, I'm sure you like at least one. <laughs> so at least you're raking it. And then throughout the conversation, you could almost say, hey, since you still have me on the phone at the conclusion of the call, you did mention you liked, hey, what about B, C, or D? You said you liked D again. I just raked you. I love repeating information in military alphabet because Memorial Day just happened. We all know someone that served and we're extremely proud of the United States military. And then finally, if I may make a huge suggestion, that if there is a gatekeeper or an assistant of yours and I get transferred to you, 
when I'm speaking to this individual, I'm gonna give the gift of a positive escalation. I'm gonna let you know how amazing your assistant was. I'm gonna do it verbally. And then when I write you an email, I'm gonna mention it written. So when I happen to call your company back and this individual answers, they're gonna say, Richard, in the last five years I've been here, you're the first person ever wrote about me. So obviously this Richard circle is gonna add some sort of momentum and show very good faith prior to any sort of contracts. Good 